blossoming, blossoming moment to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Abbey. Welcome, everyone, as we continue to celebrate Women International for all their achievements and being yesterday was Mother's Day in the UK. I trust all you mothers had a magnificent day. Today's discussion, we will definitely keep celebrating motherhood. And it's my greatest, greatest honor to welcome Angela Asante Amar, known as Sister Na, who will make sure that definitely happens. She's a purpose-driven woman with a number of strings to her bow. Being a UK-born Guyanian, mother of two sons, Sister Na is the founder of Power to Our Mothers Foundation Africa and Power to Our Mothers Limited. Her intention is to be the next president of Ghana. Wow! Sister Na is a UK employment lawyer and intuitive life coach for Black mothers. Oh, Sister Na, I am so, so excited to have you join us. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Sister Margaret. It's an honor to be on your platform. It's really wonderful to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, it's such a, it's such, you know, I've been looking forward to this because, you know, the discussion that we're going to discuss today our mothers are world transformers. Let me repeat that. And all who are listening, just remember, mothers are world transformers because it's also in alignment with my book, Prices Rose of a Mother. I really appreciate what you're doing to help restore the condition of mothers and mother's figures, including all women, so that once women occupy more leadership positions across the board and subsequently try, their nations and the rest of the world will also try. Oh, wow. I just want to continue saying that because it feels so great, you know, but I know we have limited time, um, Sister Nas, so I'm going to kickstart this discussion of asking you, what prepared you to do what you're presently doing with such passion and commitment? It's, I would say it's part of my purpose. I was given, oh, I, I, I literally had a dream and I was, I received a message, uh, some may say from the most high God, but it came to me via my, my mothers, my foremothers, my ancestors, the women in my family that um, they basically said that I need to go home to Ghana and um, help move this on, help my sisters to to restore ourselves, to uplift so that Mother Ghana will be uh, okay. Wow, wow. But you know, I mean, sometimes we wonder when something comes into our vision, our mind, our heart, it could be something from our childhood, sometimes how we see things, you know, as we're growing up. Because just remember when we're growing up, you know, our line is not, how should I say, stained or, you know, the habits or whatever that propels into a, a child, I think from zero to seven. And this is what something may have been planted there within you. It could have been trauma. It could be something you may have been seeing as a child and you felt that, oh my gosh, I'm going to make a difference in this world as I am growing. And once I become an adult, I will take action. So is that something you think that may have started some trauma in your life that really kickstart or invited you to, to do what you're doing now? Could you share with us? I don't think it's, I'm not aware of um, the, the trauma or any trauma that may have kickstarted that. I do believe that when we go through uh, trauma is to teach us something that will then enable us to pay it forward and help other people um, either learn something or maybe avoid something that we have been through. So from 
from childhood, I wouldn't say specifically, whereas I did go through um, various uh, traumas, I wouldn't say that's the thing that kickstarts now, but I would say it's more about maybe my journey of motherhood. You know, um, I was, um, I'm from a single parent family, you know, my, well, my mother uh, and father divorced when I was about age five. And yes. uh, so uh, mother, my mom had three girls. So she, she was a single mother doing everything that she could for us. Um, but when I was a child, I was um, abused sexually, you know, oh. so there was a lot. Um, yeah, there was <laughs> a lot going on. Mum did her best to, 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 to raise us. Um, but there's only so much one person can do. And then when I got married, uh, I had two children married to um, my now ex-husband who had yes. a very chronic health condition. And I myself found myself in a situation where um, I was doing lots. I was doing everything. And um, that's not an uncommon position for, for mothers. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I got to a stage where I was depressed and I didn't know I was depressed. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I didn't know um, the marriage was struggling. Uh, I hadn't dealt with the issues of the trauma that I went through as a child. And it wasn't until mm -hmm. uh, the things were happening in my marriage um, that I did then uh, go and get some uh, counselling. Um, and then all these things came up which then led on to me asking myself, well, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I'm happy, um, you know, as in I'm happy that, you know, I'm fortunate, I've got a good career, you know, I'm married, I've got children, great, but that I was depressed. And I didn't, I, and I got to the stage where I thought, well, yeah, I, I'm grateful for these things, but this, there must be more to my life than this. So that's what set me on, what else am I supposed to be doing? Yes, you see, this is it. I, I really like when you said, yes, trauma, you know, it's not it's not just to do with trauma. But I think anything that you feel that is perhaps not right in life, you know, it stays in your mind, in your heart. And that could be an ongoing, continuous sort of thought. So in a way, you know, a lot of people may think trauma is just physical, mental, and things like that. But trauma has different sectors. So what you just explained there to me, it has become quite clear. The trauma could be something that keeps coming in your mind and you want to fix that. You want to put that right. You want to contribute, do something to make it better. So, you know, to create something in this world. And from what you just said, that's how it's coming to me when you said that. So I'm really happy that, you know, you said that word because I think lots of us, you know, just think that word trauma is like cancer, you know, abuse and things like that, but it has different sectors. And you just brought that to life, Sister Nan. I really appreciate that. And I'm sure the audience will also. So, yes, so now that you've got this um, awareness of how, you know, that sort of um, trauma, the sector, whatever occurred in your life, but what really propel you to be where you are to create these, you know, um, the companies about power of a mother and things like that. I think the audience would really want to that, understand that even more so. And especially when we say mothers are world transformers. So if you can highlight on that, we'd be very grateful, attentive listening. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sister Margaret. Yes. Yeah, so after being put onto the path of questioning, you know, what my purpose is that just led me to a place where uh, I allowed myself to be open to receiving or finding out about what other things there were for me to do, you see. And um, it led me down a path where I got into coaching and working with other women. Uh, and I'm always very nourished in that space. And I know that um, 
we 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 manage so many different things and it's almost like it's taken for granted how much we do by us and by others you know the mm -hmm. fact that uh, how many babies are born you know every minute in the world it's like it's, it's not a thing but it's magical and mm -hmm. more and more unfortunately these days women are uh, dying in childbirth so it's just to hammer home that the things that happen every day um, we shouldn't take them for granted and Coming to the um, issue about, you know, mother being world transformers, in Ghana, we have a proverb that says, if you educate a man, you educate an individual. If you educate a woman, you educate a nation. And it just speaks about the fact, not that, you know, men are not important as women, but it speaks about our reach, the magnitude of our impact as women, because we bear children. And so we have a special bond with those children even those of us that don't bear children, because we are women and the role um, that comes from our our nurturing, the, the nurturing side of it, um, and we are usually more relational, as in relationship building with other people, our impact, um, our impact can tend to be uh, very broad, you know. Yes. So um, a woman that has a daughter in particular, you know, she she often, the grandmother, would be carrying her granddaughter because there's a time at which, you know, the, 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 the daughter, she has all her uh, eggs replete. So you have a very strong bond between that. And if that bonds, if there's not a good relationship between the mother and the, and the daughter, that will pay forward to many generations down the line. So with uh, just, one, uh, just one woman, you could, depending on her state, you know, that can influence, if you like, uh, so many, you know, much more people or many more people than we realize. So having these uh, organizations, which are just part of a bigger vision, is really to just bring back the focus to um, ensuring that the mother is doing is doing well um, because of because of her role. And when a mother or a mother figure, so the yes. mother figure being a woman, you may be looking after children or not, but the mother or the mother figure, when she in the home is doing well, the whole family tends to do well. So my focus is not about exclusion, it's about the quickest way to uplift humanity, the quickest way to, to improve, to restore, rebuild our families, especially in Ghana, Africa, where I'm from, but actually mm -hmm. the world, because we talk about mother earth, mm -hmm. uh, mother land, mother Africa. So it's about putting back that energy um, to 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 the to the mother to the mother figure. Oh wow! You know, I mean, just each and every word that came out of your mouth, um, sister. Now, I mean, it's just refueling me. It's re-energizing me. It's helping me to really grasp that motherhood. I mean, how we connected to Mother Nature. You know, this is what it's all about. You know, because Mother Nature provides us with everything to survive in this world. So here now, when we're talking about motherhood and mothers are transformers of the world, yes, we are the maintainer, the carrier, the teacher, the leader, the mother, the nurse. I mean, I can go on and on with this awareness, but you are bringing this so much to light, so much to light. And this is why I think this is a very, very important um, topic that we're discussing here today, because it is really well needed, because these things are not taught in, in history books, or, you know, you have to learn this from, just as you said, your, your ancestors, or just go and do the research and find out for yourself. And this is what you're bringing to light here. 
I mean, I, I, I like that bit where you said, you know, how once you teach the, mo the mother is with, the, with, the, with the man also, how, you know, it's like the whole village, the whole world can be thought through being motherhood and the understanding of all the different roles that we take on to provide for our children in this world. So it really does manifest quite a lot. I just had to express that because it was just like a burning, you know, desire to let it, you know, follow through after what you're saying. So I thank you very much. Please continue, Sister Now. Thank you. You're, you're so welcome. I want to stress that um, there's a time for everything. So uh, the focus now needs to be for, from my perspective, the reason why uh, it needs to be the focus on the mother, because as you know, we are living at a time where we have a massive imbalance between the feminine and the masculine energies. So not just man and woman, but the feminine mm. and masculine energies within men and women. So nurturing that mother energy uh, and uh, essentially more so the feminine energy, it's not actually just going to benefit the mothers. It's going to benefit everyone because it means that we be more harmonious and balanced within ourselves. So even the men, their, their feminine energy, they can be more receptive to or able to express their emotions, which even some of us women, we struggle with. So um, I talk, I always talk about a mother or mother figure before I talk about a woman because everybody has or had a mother. And I think it's less polarizing than saying, you know, the situation we have, or men and women, because to me that always triggers somewhere this battle of the sexes, which was not our original battle in the first place. It's just mother, maybe there'll, be, there'll come a time, I mean, there are uh, people who are focusing on uh, fathers who also need their own um, support, uh, but my message and my work is about the mothers, like I said, as the quickest way, not the only way, but the quickest way to uplift the whole family. That That is that is the um, the, the point. Um, yes. Mm. I mean, it's so wonderful. There is something here I would like to share. Just a, a, a paragraph from my book, Crisis Rules of a Mother. So this is what I've written. Every woman regardless of her society, culture, religion, cult, color, and education, has a unique purpose in this world. Our multi-ethnic community is a great source of strength, replacing prejudice and encouraging women to understand and accept the moral responsibility and to use their unique abilities as a guiding force behind the morals and standards of conduct in our community. You know, sharing our experiences with other women adds richness and depth to each of our life. No matter how small or big, it would make a difference to our children and grandchildren. So just as what you're saying, I mean, you know, you can hear the emotions in my voice, you know, because I'm a very emotional, passionate person. And when I hear words from another, how we're able now to come together as one and transform this world, yes, including our, the male gender involved, because you have son, I have son. And this is something we really have to become aware to help, to nurture, to maintain, to allow this to come forth. So my dear sister now, I mean, just share a bit more that of what you you know you're doing presently and being a um, coach and a coach for for mothers. I just want you to put a bit of that so people can know what you're doing presently. 
Okay. So you've spoken about um, my uh, intention to become the next president of Ghana. And that's more so from, thank you very much. And that's more so <laughs> from um, a perspective of um, leading by example, because I want other women, it's not a question of necessarily, yes, I want to run a nation and everyone should look at me. And it's not that, but it's because I, my message to um, the sisters, the women is that, okay, Women, mothers, it's time to take it's, it's time to take care of our nations the way that we do take care of our homes. You know, it's it's our time now to um, exhibit and um, take on those leadership um, qualities that are not just um, monopolized for the home. Our homes are, if you like, mini mini nations because you know, with our children, they are mini nations, and if people are not convinced that things are not right we only have to look in the world at the imbalance so if thing if if those in power now my belief is if that those in power now could do better they would do so the fact that they're not means it is time for us to um step forward and now use the qualities within us that we naturally use and skills every day to nurture our motherlands wherever yes. they wherever they may be so i speak about this when I work with um, uh, with my fellow mothers and mother figures, the first thing really is um, just like for me is helping them remember, uh, yeah, helping them remember the awe, the mag, the magnificence, the the power within them, like the 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 passion and the purpose that they have that for most of us has been buried because we've taken on so many responsibilities yes. and we are encouraged, persuaded, expected to prioritize everybody and everything else before ourselves. Exactly. And so I've had to learn and I'm still learning. And then, and I know that's your message too, and remind my fellow sisters that we, if what basically the more people that we are supporting, encouraging, uplifting on any level, that is the more that we have to make sure that we are okay. Because if we are not here, then those other people we care about, they are going to suffer. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to actually be able to do it. And we need so much encouragement because even when we know it, Many of us experience a lot of guilt. Oh, but how can I just, you know, sit down and for an afternoon or, you know, um, have, a, have, a, have a spa day or even just sit down and have a cup of tea and not do anything when my to-do list never ends? You know, mm -hmm. how can I do that? How can I go away when I've got to uh, take uh, my children to X, Y, Z events? You know, sometimes our own mind will not allow us to just indulge in something that makes us happy. As in, as if us being happy is a nice to have mm -hmm. and not a must have. So a lot of the things, just like for me, is that it's not teaching rocket science. It's just reminding my sisters, which is whenever I remind my sisters, I always have to reaffirm and I'm reminding myself that, yeah, I deserve and my I deserve to be happy and healthy and to pursue my dreams. And actually, that is the best way to show my children leading by example the same way i'll say come on boys you know pursue your passion how can i tell them to go after their dreams and i'm not doing the same thing you know i mean this is really powerful 
you know, because the way we were thought as women to be like second class citizen, to suppress ourselves, you know, put our dreams in the back, the back burner, put the oxygen mask on others first, not realizing for us to be where we are and do what we're doing, the roles that we are placed here on this magnificent earth, we really have to have the self-mothering for ourselves, the self-love. Put the oxygen mask on yourself. And once you do that, how you can help so many people, so many people. You take, for instance, the COVID-19. Did you see someone putting the mask on someone? No, they had to put the mask on themselves first in order to help others. So you see how simple this is, but how, I don't know, I don't want to say ignorant we are, but first part, we won't talk these things, that really taking care of yourself, self-mothering yourself, you can do so much, so much more. And this is what I can see, being mindful of that, as you said, how now you are able to go forth, to go forth with these things. So I just thought I had to share that because it's just really in alignment with what I myself see and how I and living my life. It's, it's my choice. It's my choice. So thank you very much. Please continue. Absolutely. And I love how um, you advocate for, yes, the fact that we we really do, it's not even, uh, it's nice for us to do it. We really do need to pursue the things that light us up, that make us so joyous and everything. Because, um, you know, life is not just about paying bills. And um, I know we can get into the habit of, especially those of us with younger children and coming up, where, again, we're expected to, if you like, put our life on hold just to then, not just to, but put our life on hold until we've done all the child rearing. Okay. We understand that, of course, our children are priceless. They are precious. Coming back to the topic about being world transformers if our children are the future you know their education starts from their home when i talk about education the education i'm talking about starts long before a child even knows what a school is yes. from the time and i know you speak about this but from the time we conceive the time is born the child is our children are already absorbing things our experience good and bad before yes. they physically come into this world where in the home we spend so much time with them what we say, what we what we cook, what we you know, all of these things are being involved. So we're absorbed. So we're already laying um, the blueprints, the seeds for them to go out. But in terms of um, the impact and the, uh, and the reach, it does it does. I would say it no longer serves us to. For me personally, it it does our children and us a disservice if we show them a limited version of who we are as women. Now, I want to be clear that I'm not saying that um, to my sisters who have the, have chosen um, happily to dedicate their time to raising their children first and not doing anything else. What I am saying is that a, a potential impact of that could be that it's great because our children know that we love them. We are always there. Children do what they see. So when they grow up, they go out and perhaps the partners they then choose usually will tend to be some kind of, uh, you know, replica or close to their mothers. And if what they grew up was seeing that their mother was there for them all the time and they did all these things, that may be what they um, then expect. But what about the other side of mum? 
I'm very yes. fortunate that, you know, my children, my boys, they're now 12 and 9, and they'll say, sometimes they'll come and say to me, oh, thank you, mom, you know, because you're working, then you're looking after us, and, you know, you're doing your podcast, and you're doing this, and I love that. Sometimes I'm actually shocked that they they see so much, but it's mm -hmm. important, because then they think, oh, okay, mommy's doing all these things. So even before the long time, before they think about any relationships, it's like, well, mommy's doing all these things. Or well, I too, I can do all these things. You know, so for me, it's like giving them um, uh, an option, a perspective like of what is what is possible. Mm -hmm. And when I'm happy, they're happy. They do not like to see me sad. You know, they yeah. do not like to see me angry, even though they are natural, um, they're natural emotions. So all mm -hmm. of these things. I think it's so imp important that um, it's not just about us and it's not just about our children, that we are connected. So as much as we invest our energy in our children, they are watching everything that we do. So it's not, it's not so much about what we need to say. We want them to respect uh, women out there. Then let's mm -hmm. help them to respect our, us first. And then, the, you know, they go out there and do that. If they want them to appreciate that oh women could do lots of uh, lots of different things let's show them that we're doing those little things on the on a smallest scale you know even if it's just that oh you know yeah we hear mommy she'll sing on her app every now and again or she do, you know it doesn't have to be magnificent but just give them a flavor of the art of the possible so they don't see women as limited and they don't have these uh then limited expectations of who women and who mothers are Oh, wow. Yes, yes. Uh, that is such a, you know, because I think what most of us have been taught as mothers, we are there to protect the child. We're there to to really, you know, give to the child. But if we protect that, that child or children and they don't see even the mistakes or whatever as a mother that we go through, how are they to learn? How are they to learn? We must ask ourselves these questions because I have a um, an episode, I think last week, it was called The Changing Face of Motherhood. A guest spoke about that. So it's trying to show now, yes, we had the traditional way. And as just as um, Sister Nasi, some people do want to stay in that sort of traditional, looking after the child, whatever, or children. Yes, that's their choice. But you see, the world is changing. But people are changing. The changing face of motherhood means now that we're becoming more aware of our roles and what we can do for our children. And just as you said, you know, our children are copycats. They're seeing what the mother do or what, whatever is around them. They're going to do that. So just as Sister Na is saying, what she is doing, her children are picking up and how they would come to her and, you know, say thank you or, oh, her mommy. That is such a, a lovely way. And these things are not taught in schools. Children are supposed to be homegrown. Do you like that word? Homegrown. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yes. So this is where we have to start there. That's the roots. That's the stem before they go branching out into the real world. So Sister Na, I mean, you are touching such topics, such things that it's needed. And I'm sure this discussion that we're going, it's not going to end. We're going to have continuous topics where it can really go forward to help so many people. So go ahead, my dear sister now. <laughs> One other thing I want to touch on is actually the flip side of um, what it is that we deal with um, as mothers, which I think we've maybe spoken a little bit about. So because my personal experience was, um, you know, working uh, a lot. And it wasn't until 
my children were probably, I think, four and six, four and seven. Uh, that I, because I, I'm a lawyer by profession, I was working as a, a lawyer and I wanted to do more of the coaching and to take a step back. And whilst I did think that um, uh, that's the focus that I wanted, the more I got to the time where I was going to finish work, it actually just became about, actually, I just want to spend time with my children. Because I, I, apart from maternity leave, I had not been much around for them because I had to work because, you know, um, I was the main breadwinner. My uh, father, my partner had a um, chronic health condition. So what I want to touch on last, some of us are, are the opposite. Like we've been we've been working so hard and then we don't get that time to spend with our children, which then again brings guilt. So there's a lot of guilt that we carry that we have to do so much work to um, to offload, you know, help each other to offload. Because uh, it's like, you know, we, it's, excuse the expression, but you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you see. And so when it comes to us being world transformers and me calling women into the leadership, uh, the last thing I'll say is that, you know, some people think that when we talk about power, when I say power to our mothers, I am not saying that women, uh, my sisters, mothers, that we have to do much more. No, I'm actually saying that whilst we, for me, we are, are, as the mothers and mother figures, whilst we are responsible for, um, how do I want to say this? We are not responsible for doing everything, okay? We're not responsible for doing everything um, to make sure that, uh, you know, our families are well and everything. It doesn't all fall on us. What we are responsible for is ensuring that everything gets done. Yes. Do you see the difference? Whereas one one says that we are doing everything and running around like headless chickens. The other one says, no, we are the ones that basically need to delegate. We need to call in the village. And I know that's that's a topic for another time, because many of us feel that we are lonely, isolated. We don't have support. The people who are supposed to be there, they're not be there. or We can't rely on them. That's a whole nother conversation. But really, we're supposed to be able to call in the village and say, can you do this? Can you do this? This is what I will do because I'm the only one that can do this. And mm -hmm. that's why it takes a village to raise a child. Yes. But some of us are so exhausted from doing everything. And especially I work with those women because I recognize myself in that. It's like, no, sis, you need to take a step back. Take a breath. What is it that we're doing that we act that only us can do? And then everything else, what do we need to ensure that we develop the relationship so we can delegate those things? Because we are not supposed to do everything. And like that, the bigger our mission, the more people we need to help us do that. And it's me learning that, okay, so I'm running for presidency. Um, the higher you climb, the more help you need. This is what we don't realize. The higher you climb, mm -hmm. the more help we need. But people think, oh, they've made it up the ranks. They don't need us. No, we need more of you. That's right. And I'll just say, again, just coming back to the title, that while we're world transformers, so the bigger our mission, the more people we need to help us. Therefore, my sisters, we must learn to ask for help oh, we wow. must learn to ask for help because what we are doing is not just for us yes oh my Thank gosh you. yeah 
I just love that, you know, yes, it's like looking back, you know, we got to the top, we're looking back and we're helping others to come to the top too. So together as one, how we can overcome, how we can build, we can transform this world. So it's a beautiful awareness. But you know, I mean, uh, usually with all my guests, I would like to continue forever because the conversation is so delightful and so enlightening, but uh, we are coming to end. I just want to know what is there anywhere anyone can contact you or could you just share that with the um with the audience? Um is there yeah, go ahead. So so the the, the quickest way is um you can find me on Instagram at na amele for president. <laughs> uh N-A-A-A-M-E-R-L-E-Y for president. Um or you can actually email me at Angela as no, you can email me at power to our mothers at gmail.com power to our mothers at gmail.com thank oh, you sister. thank you well there's a question i i asked all my guests yes today you're alive and what when when one says that or hear that how do you feel today you're alive could you say that and then we can say bye to the to the audience just share that with us um sister now yeah yeah when you say today i'm alive I feel grateful that I've got another day to uh, experience the magic and wonder of life because not everybody woke up today and I am privileged to be able to do that. So, yeah, I'm really grateful to be here and think, OK, what can I what is that? What can I do, if anything, to leave the world in a better place than I inherited it? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. I thank you so much, so much, um, Sister Now. Really, really enjoyed this stuff and really learned so, so much. And this is what it's all about. So thank you very, very much, uh, Sister Now. And I'm sure we will connect, connect um, another time. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another rocketing episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good.